I, I think we can do it. Okay. All right. All right, I'm starting then. Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. Uh, we have the Chancellor himself, Chancellor of Charisma Zero in the building. What's up, Zero? Yo, what's up with you? And of course, we have the Duke of Devonair and his Lando in the building. Uh, this is the Between Brothers Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at astro.media. Um, BTWN Bros Podcast on Twitter. Uh, the Between Brothers Podcast on TikTok, as well as join us on the Facebook group, the Between Brothers TikTok page. Zero, how was your week? Um, nothing really to report besides um, studying to take the test over. But that's about yeah. it. Nothing, nothing more, nothing less. Um, my week was all right. Um, we had a birthday party for um, the Duchess's son. Um, he had turned seven on Tuesday. I think I think it was on Tuesday. Um, so you know, uh, shout to shout to Mason. Um, and then we had um, uh, and at the party we um, we were watching the Knicks game, and um, you know, glad that the Knicks won. It's going to be a competitive series. The four or five series is always the most competitive, or usually the most competitive series. Um, you remember, uh, what was it, that one season where we had Celtics against the Bulls? Yeah. one year? I don't know if that was a 1-8 match. I know they went seven games, but I don't remember if that was the 1-8 matchup or the 1-4 matchup. But um, but when 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 Ben Gordon was going was going crazy, Ben Gordon and Ray Allen. To be honest, I'm surprised Ray Allen didn't get Finals MVP. I gotta look at the numbers because I I just remember Ray Allen's performances during those playoffs. I don't know, uh, but um, right now, yeah. So, uh, so I, I kind of. I, I, I just, I just want to um, discuss real quick a conversation I had um, th- today with my my guy Zoe. Sh- uh, follow if you guys follow us on TikTok. Follow uh, Lord Zoe. That's L A W D Z O E on TikTok. He has hilarious stuff up there. So go ahead and give him a follow. But um. But we were discussing Isaiah Thomas and his legacy and some of the, and he said like a lot of the media, they be pole jocking, um, you know, some of these guys like Michael Jordan, things of that nature. He, it was because of some stuff that Isaiah Thomas said on the All The Smoke podcast. And he was talking about the Jordan rules and Isaiah Thomas was like, it wasn't like a Jordan thing where we like assaulted Jordan. Like the whole league was like that. And so I was like, but they admitted it on the Bad Boys documentary. And so he was like, well, also on the Bad Boys documentary, which he raised a point. He said, Magic Johnson said that they weren't any different from the Celtics as far as the physicality of it all. So, I, but at the same time, the Bad Boys were called that because they prided themselves on it. Like, and also another thing I had mentioned to him was we don't have, what, how did I say it? I said, no reputable reporter reported that the Pistons were only physical with Michael Jordan. No, nobody's done that. They were called the bad boys because they did that to everybody. But they also said that they that their that their um, strategy because nobody could really stay in front of them all game, even as great defensively as Joe Dumars was, because he was too quick, too athletic. They were like, you know, keep him from keep him out of the paint. If he come to if he came to the paint, make him pay. But that was their philosophy with everybody. But they were like, you know, those were those were what they called the Jordan rules, and the Jordan rules came from the book called the Jordan rules which was about that. And then Isaiah Thomas was saying, oh, well, he went, ran to the league office and started crying. I'm like, do you, and you know, Zoe ain't somebody who, I don't think he's a Jordan hater or anything like that. I think he tries to be fair about everybody. Uh-huh. But, um, but the issue is with the whole, like he ran to the league office. 
like one of my favorite shows until it just mysteriously got canceled was um, Open Court. Isaiah Thomas was on many an episode. He never said this. Open Court was on from like what 2010, 2000, like like you know what I'm saying like like early 2010s somewhere around there, and it was just like why only now are you saying that? Yeah, because it seemed like all of his issues. Like, if he had any issues with any players, he would only talk about two. Scottie Pippen, because he felt Scottie Pippen shouldn't say anything about him, and Carl Malone, because he still he was still upset about that elbow he took. Exactly. And Carl Malone was dirty, because remember, he knocked out David Robinson with an elbow, too. Like, he knocked him out cold. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I just really saw that clip. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've never been a Carl Malone guy, and he's a pedophile. But anyways, I digress. Um, but like, and so he was like, you know, like they, they, they tell these stories and he was like, like a lot of these stories, he felt like a lot of the stories were lies, like Kobe didn't go to the club. And I was like, I don't think that like, it was similar to like me and, me and, um, me and King Sean had a back and forth on Facebook once where he was like, oh, defense don't win championships anymore. And I was like, dog, you're taking that phrase like a little too literal. Like at the end of the day, it's whoever makes a stop or whoever doesn't make a stop is what wins the championship. It ain't you have to have an elite defense to win championships. Yeah, or it's not even that you have to have an elite offense to win a championship. And specifically with football or an elite special teams. Like, you know, there's, there's teams that rank number one in total defense that either lost the Super Bowl or didn't make the Super Bowl. There are teams that um, ranked number one in total offense that didn't make the Super Bowl or or, or, or made the Super Bowl and lost the Super Bowl. Um, the Diego Chargers were number one in offense and defense and missed the playoffs altogether. Exactly. And then there's also there's also the 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 concept of um, of uh, for example, it was like, um, and I'm gonna get back to my original point, talking point, but like when it comes to defenses win championships anymore, and it was like, is it because of what happened this season? Because, the, and this is what this is when he had we had the back and forth. Was it because it was this season and the offensive team was the team that? or the team that was known for offense was the team that won. Because why didn't that apply? Why didn't that apply um, not last season where the Rams won and those teams were fairly even. Neither one of them had very good linebacker cores. Both had good front lines defensively. Um, both had solid or, you know, good quarterbacks. Um, you know, good, 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 good quarterbacks and things of that nature. Um, and ultimately, it was because the defense couldn't get a stop. Is why they lost. If they got a stop, they win. And that's where I'm like, that's what they mean by defense with championships. Because we saw the Bucks dominate the Chiefs defensively. So why is it? Oh, defense don't win championships no more. Because it was a defensive play by Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in football that ended the Super Bowl the year before. And it was a dominant defensive performance that ended, that beat the Chiefs the season before that. But all of a sudden, because of one game, defense don't win championships anymore. And it was just like, no, it's just who makes a stop? Who stop? Who makes a stop in the time that they gotta make a stop? If you don't make a stop on defense, you're not winning the game when you meet situationally. That's what defense wins championships always meant to me. Not you have to have the number one defense in order to win championships. So back to um, my, but anyways, back to maybe taking things too literal, where it was like, um, Kobe don't go to clubs. No, I don't think Kobe never went to a club, but I do think that there were times where instead of going to the club, he opted to go to the gym. I think in the uh, documentary, The Redeem Team, he actually, they went to go to the club and he, I think he was gonna go to the gym. I, th I think I think it was that, but he said, you know, 
I'll um I'll do this with you one time, but then you gotta go that but then you gotta do what I want you to do since I went and did what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he never went out or did anything. It's just that it's more so highlighted that he was old that he was in the gym a lot that you don't mm-hmm. think folks really made it seem as if he just didn't have a life outside of basketball. Yeah, and, and I think that's where he was going. I think that's where Zoe was taking it, where it's like, yo, like he, it's not like he, like people say he never went to the club. And he was like, you know, why are they lying? It's like, I don't, and one, I never heard that anybody say that he never went to a club. But I can understand where people can see that and try to interpret that as such. And, you know, but like I said, with the Isaiah Thomas thing, you know, every chance he got to talk about somebody in a negative light when it came to open court, that was on for what? Four, five, six years. And he was on most of the episodes. He didn't have nothing bad to say about Michael Jordan until Jordan. the last dance. Yeah. And then he was saying like, oh, well, Isaiah Thomas' career was downplayed. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a wild top five out there. The five best players of the 80s. No, in no particular order. Isaiah Thomas, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Moses Malone. Yo, that's a fire starting five, yo. I didn't even think about that. You literally won. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, there's two ones in Larry Bird. You can put Larry Bird at the four. Uh, Magic, no, Jordan at the two, or Jordan at the three. He had the size for the three. Magic at the two. I guess Magic probably be better at the three. Jordan at the two, Isaiah at the one. That's a fire starting five. It's not a true starting five. It's a fire starting five. Yeah. Those are are the five best players to me in the 80s. Like I said, Kareem, Kareem, though he was still a a serviceable player and still a very good player. He was he was not a better center than most people. Stop it. I'll argue down anybody on that. But anyways, um, so those are the five best players. Isaiah Thomas had beef with uh, when the 80s ended. By the time the 80s ended, Isaiah Thomas had beef with three of the five players. Had beef with Jordan, had beef with Magic, had beef with Bird. Well, I don't even, but did he really have beef with Bird? You remember he was the one who came out and said that there are black players doing the same thing that Larry Bird was doing, so he probably shouldn't be the MVP three times? Because I know he was saying, I know when that came out, he said that um, he was agreeing with Rodman because Rodman had said, had made the uh, yeah, Rod- yeah. And, and he co-signed. And he, he did co-sign him, and he was like, and he was the one who specifically said, or maybe I just didn't see the whole press conference, maybe I just saw the Isaiah Thomas part, but he, I saw him specifically say that there are black athletes that are doing the same thing that Larry Bird was doing. Yeah, So he said you he, attack, you attack the group. You have to agree with Rodman, if you were black, he'd just be another guy. Yeah, so you went after the great white hope, then you went went after the, the you went after the most charismatic guy in the league. Then you went after the new star. What makes you think the media is gonna hold you high? And it's not like Isaiah Thomas is widely regarded as the second best point guard of all time. So it's not like it's like what what else? What about Isaiah Thomas's career? Do we feel? like he should have that isn't already recognized. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, some people, I mean, before the new point guard era, you know, sometimes there might've been a debate between who was better between Isaiah and John Stockton. Um, But it wasn't, it was only like Utah fans or players that, or fans of West Coast teams that might've saw Utah a lot more that would have really try to make that case. So it was just like, Isaiah Thomas, if you watch the both of them, Isaiah Thomas 
watching him wise is clearly the better player. I don't know what his numbers were, but eye test shows me, you know, he was a better player. Um, John Stockton was probably more of a of a uh, of a uh, um, product of great coaching by Jerry Sloan. So, um, I mean, because you know when 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 you had a player who had like true athletic talent, and Darren Williams was a 20, 23 and ten player, something John Stockton never did. You know, so I was just you know we were having that kind of back and forth. Mentioned the Kobe thing, that was cool. Um, you know, it's not like Kobe never went to the gym, uh, or or not never went to the gym, never went to the club. He sometimes he would opt to go to to stay home and do work than to go to the club. Like for example, um, there was a time, you know, back when I had lost, you know, seventy pounds, sixty-eight to be exact. There was a time where my friends and colleagues would want me to go out with them. But instead, I would go to Big Mike's house, shout to Big Mike, and go to spin class with him for the evening class. Not saying I never went out with them, not saying I don't really care for clubs, but not saying I don't go to the club every once in a while. Just told y'all a story that I was at a club a couple weeks ago. Or um, last week when I was talking about the ski ski story. So you know what I'm saying. So it's just like, I, but but somebody asked me, oh, do you go to the club? I'll probably say I don't go to the club. Not saying I'll never go. That's just not a thing I do on a regular basis, and it's something I've never done on a regular basis. I'm 34. I'll be 35 next month. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's something I've never been really into. Here's my thing. When it came, when it comes to like the uh, Kobe going to the club t- situation, who the hell cares? Yeah. Like, why does it matter if you went if you went to the club or not? Why is that important to you? Like, he lived his life the way he wanted to. Who? Yeah. Why does it matter that is like, oh, you didn't go to the club, so nigga. I think I think like I said, the point was that you know there's like a, a media protection of certain guys' legacies but like i said when it comes to isaiah thomas specifically one he was a part of the jordan protection agency that you're talking about you know what i'm saying so it's just like and like i said isaiah thomas made enemies out of all the top guys in his conference or in or in the in the generation Except, well, f- three three of his four adversaries. So it's just one of those things where it's like, no, I would. Like I said, he's widely regarded as second greatest second greatest point guard of all time. People acknowledge that he was the only guy to beat Jordan, Bird, and Magic all in the same season during the playoffs. Something that neither one of them did. You know what I'm saying? Bird beat Isaiah Magic? No, 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 I don't even think he did. I think, no, I think when Bird beat Isaiah and Magic, I don't think he they went up against Jordan. And you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yo, like Isaiah Thomas has no MVPs, but when you look at his numbers statistically, he was never really an MVP guy statistically. Though, you can make a case that Magic Johnson for how many MVP? I think Magic Johnson has three MVPs for his career. Magic Johnson, maybe two of those years weren't statistically on that level. So you could probably make the same case on the why did Magic get it um, versus Isaiah Thomas. So I, I can understand some of those guys, some of those um, people saying that, but you know, nobody outside of Detroit really cared for the Pistons. So, you know, it's, when you embrace the villain role, this is what happens. Russell Westbrook is Isaiah Thomas. He embraced the villain role. Nobody cares for him in the league. He doesn't have a lot of friends around the league. He, wasn't, he, he hasn't really been friendly with the media. 
we the famous quote, what? Man, y'all niggas tripping. Like we hear that we've heard him, like you know, so he's not gonna he's never gonna be the guy that that like he's a Hall of Famer for sure, but he's never gonna get the credit that he deserves because he wasn't a media darling. Saint Damian Lillard's not really a media guy either. Now he's not a villain. But he's not a media guy either. While Steph Curry is a media guy and he's very friendly with the media. So that adds to his legacy. When you're friendly with the media, they tend to look out for you. Isaiah Thomas, though he got into the media, it didn't really change his, the way the media perceived him. Like Randy Moss kind of changed his whole image by joining the media. So that's unfortunate for Isaiah Thomas. But um, the whole Isaiah Thomas thing saying, oh, you know, he ran to the league office and was making complaints to get rules changed and this, that, and the other. And it was just like, I don't, for, personally, I don't know what rules changed to help Michael Jordan. Flagrant fouls were always flagrant fouls. Matter of fact, the whole flagrant foul thing became more of a big situation as far as a talking point in today's game which actually helps guys like LeBron James, Kevin Durant um, more than it ever did Michael Jordan. Um, most teams felt like it wasn't really like the whole foul hard thing that wasn't like, usually less talented teams did that. The Knicks tried it, the Pacers tried it. Like it was still a thing in the nineties, the hard fouls at the rim and stuff like that. So I don't know where the whole, Jordan ran to the league office and had the rules changed. Well, it took them a long time to change those rules. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, all right, Isaiah, like now you, 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 matter of fact, you and Scottie Pippen need to make up and go on and continue this Jordan bashing tour together. Because this is embarrassing at this point. You're the second greatest point guard of all time, widely regarded. You're the, you're the second best number two, or you're the best number two of all time. I think the media, but I, I hate the fact that the media gives certain guys praise who don't deserve it. And when we talk about certain players, and like I said, friends of mine who the podcast and hit me up and talk about certain episodes with me, they always talk about like how I'm too harsh on Luka and Jokic. Those are guys that are very good players, but we've seen players do what they do and don't get, like, Will Chamberlain led the league in assists. Now, he didn't average a triple-double, but he led the league in assists. There are people out here questioning his stats. There are people out here questioning his stats because they're so outrageous. But y'all giving Jokic all this praise. Y'all saying that Luka was better was a better player than James Harden was when James Harden was putting up better numbers and winning at a, and winning and had the best record in basketball. While Luka, once Kyrie got on the team, Luka was the only player on the team that got worse based off of box plus minus. He was the only player that got worse. <laughs> there's been no, there's been no, everybody says that superstars didn't play well with, with, um, with Russell Westbrook. Superstars don't play well with Russell Westbrook. They say superstars don't play well with Russell Westbrook. Isn't that interesting? Superstars don't play well with Russell Westbrook, but y'all refuse to compare Luca to him, who got Porzingis out of there, is having issues with Kyrie, and Jalen Brunson is having the time of his life in the playoffs. Had a dominant second half performance yesterday while Luka's watching him at home. And, but Russell Westbrook, hmm, Kevin Durant MVP, Paul George had the best season of his career playing with Russell Westbrook. Bradley Beal had the best career season of his career playing with Russell Westbrook, but nobody played, superstars can't play with Russell Westbrook because LeBron couldn't play with Russell Westbrook. James Harden's numbers didn't even change when Russell Westbrook was there. So what are y'all talking about? 
<laughs> Nothing. And like you said, it's the slander because he's not a media dog. So I get it. Like, you know, was what Zoe's point was where like Isaiah Thomas and Russell Westbrook are, are the same player media wise, where they made enemies of, of other players. You know what I'm saying? People people were because pe- Damian Lillard ain't a huge like trash talker most of the time. But they they the Damon Russ battles, everybody watched them. And everybody wanted to see Russ lose. And Russ lost a lot. And he got waved off the court on one of the most iconic shots in playoff history. I get it. But oh well. He made enemies of all the superstars in the, that excuse me. That were that were in the league with him. Just like Isaiah Thomas. Now, Isaiah Thomas won championships with Russell Westbrook. Hasn't and most likely won't. But you know, we all know it's hard to win a championship. Like Isaiah Thomas, when he won, I think the second championship, there was a lot of injured teams that they went up against that were missing superstars or their best players, similar to when people were downplaying the Warriors run. Yeah. But they don't do that to Isaiah Thomas. They say he beat Magic, Jordan, and Bird even though Bird barely played that playoff series because of his back. Scottie Pippen had a migraine that kept him, that kept him um, virtually, uh, made him a non-factor in that series in game seven. And Magic Johnson missed, I think, three games during that finals. Nobody says that he's not a champion though. Nobody puts an asterisk around that like they tried to do the Warriors recently. But I digress. You were telling me about a guy in, um, named uh, Mikey Williams. I, I'm gonna add my two cents. I don't know, really know anything about the case except that he got charged with some stuff. And I'm like, sometimes it's like, dog, like, unless they did harm to you, let it go because you got too much to lose. You don't need to prove that you're tough or that you're hard, similar to the John Moran situation. But I guess explain to me the whole thing and then tell me your thoughts. All right. Um, so. Supposedly, a um, he was he had a get together at his home, and um, some folks showed up. They were uninvited. So after the uninvited guests were told to leave, when they left, somebody pulled the gun out started firing shots at the uh, car as it was leaving said nobody was hurt um let me see he said um it's um according to ESPN they said um that the uh they executed the warrants and um, they um, identified Williams as the shooter. He could face up to, he could face, um, they said it's multiple account, um, multiple counts of assault with a deadly weapon, but he's likely to only face one of the charges. I think it's five counts because there were five people in the car. So um, they said he's only gonna, they, he'll more likely only get one, but the maximum sentence for that is four years in prison. My thoughts on that is, um, dog. They, like, yeah, you had the altercation. They came uninvited. What exactly, like my thing, what my thing more so is like, you know, folks would chase clout for whatever, try to eat. You you are you are you are top fifty, top yeah top fifty ranked um, at number thirty four on the ESPN uh, top one hundred recruits for this year. You're one of the top recruits. You're one of the biggest names in high school basketball. You should know any. You should know any decision that you make is going to 
is going to be out there for the masses. And you have a whole lot more to lose than the people that showed up uninvited. And if he's actually the person who shot, who pulled the gun out and shot, number one, I'm trying to find out where the hell he get the damn gun from. Two, it was it really worth firing shots at a car that was already leaving? Yeah. Because because who's to say that you shot at them, somebody actually got injured, and then know where you live they want to come back around and retaliate because folks will just like folks have died for less well so, he, just the gunfire in general could have led to that whether somebody got hit or not yeah so it's like it's like you know they could have came back and probably try to do some damage to to your home it's like you you if that's really the case, like you turned around and did some foolishness like that, you're F being a character concern for NBA, for NBA and um, probably getting your, uh, probably getting your, um, your scholarship or your, uh, Yeah, I would say getting your scholarship pulled because I think they may have already. I think they already offered him. Um, I, I forgot what school he was. Um, he said he was going going to attend, but that can jeopardize your college career. That can jeopardize. That can jeopardize you even. I don't know if it'll more so jeopardize him getting into the NBA, but he's going to be a character concern now because he's. Cause when push comes to shove, you pulling guns out. So you eighteen. He's like, I know you ain't eighteen years old with your with a with a fucking gun license. And yeah. Even- <laughs> you can't own a handgun in California. Um, twenty one, twenty one's age. So you just pulled somebody else's gun, fired at somebody else. Anything could have happened to you in the aftermath. Now you gotta. Now you gotta go to court and hope that they have some sort of leniency with you. That's if he's guilty, you know, we, we gotta, you know, it's innocent. We say that black people are always guilty until proven innocent and are supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt because eyewitness testimony is one of the weakest testimonies that, that, are, that there are out there. Because so, look, when, back when uh, Iverson had uh, had to do, um, got arrested for his um, bowling alley fight, it was like, they identified Iverson and with all the chaos, you mean to tell me with all that chaos, you you could identify Alan Iverson in everything that was going on. Like, <laughs> but I know it's like they made it, I remember watching that and they try to make it, they made an example out of him. Even though, like you said, eyewitness testimony is is what is trash. Don't put yourself in a situation like why do you have? Why is this gotta be repeated all the time? Stop putting yourself in situations to where to where your freedom could be at risk. Your freedom or your life can be at risk. Like let's like let's make smarter decisions. You got your you got. It's like you got all this ahead of you, one of the best high school players and an altercation, which probably just an argument. <laughs> Y'all probably just yelling at each other back and forth, retaliating and you pulling out a yeah, pulling out a gun and firing on somebody. Like let's and make you, this you blasted on the street, so who knows it could have hit a neighbor's house or something like that and did something so there's just too much like, going on like shooting at somebody just they can just be taking their trash out and you just hit somebody because you hit them off so like like this already it's already bad enough like you're gonna risk your freedom because your ego was hurt yeah but that's just my opinion i don't know if his ego was hurt or whatever but something had to make him allegedly pull out a gun and shoot at a car that was leaving that was leaving somewhere where they weren't invited to and they decided to go anyway 
what was the what would be the what would be the point in that? Yeah, um, I, I really don't have much to say about it. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, um, if they were leaving and you decided to bust shots, whoever that was, if it was if it wasn't him or if it was him. Um, if it, let's just assume that it was him, since he's the one who's getting who's gotten the charges, bro. Like you just got to do better, man. Like it ain't it ain't worth it. It ain't worth your college career. It ain't worth any of that. Um, any of that nonsense that you're talking about, that, that you was on. Um, like I said, to where you know you could have you could have killed somebody and been in jail for the rest of your life for what? You know what I'm saying? So. Um, I said, you know, the male ego is fragile, and we just gotta um, do better with that. But um, so there's a story that I read, um, where a soccer player wife filed for divorce by the name of Akraf Akraf Hakimi. Ashraf Hakimi, I don't know how to say his first name. Um, to be honest, apparently he was like one of the vital players that were in the semifinals of the World Cup. He's one of the best defensemen, defenders. I said defensemen, that's hockey. Defenders in the world. I don't follow international soccer like that or soccer in general like that, so I don't know these guys. But um, he, his wife files for divorce and gets a court. And they say, well, look, all his assets are in his mother's name. And um, so you're not entitled to any of those assets. Um, and then on a plot twist, they said because he technically owns nothing and has no net worth, because she's a multimillionaire, she's going to actually have to split her stuff with him. Because all stuff, her stuff is on paper. I don't know how true that is. Like, these are European rules. I think they live in France or something like that. Um, or I know he's from Morocco, but I, I don't know exactly where they live. But I don't know if people are saying this because this is based off of what the rules in America would be. You know, I don't know if, I don't know if putting everything in a, a sibling's name or a parental figure's name necessarily protects you in the U.S. like a like a trust would. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of guys, of course, are applauding him for this move, which rightfully so. Um, apparently, the woman is like 12, 13 years older than him, and they were only together for like three years, married or married together for four years, married for three years. They got two kids together, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. And um, she's divorcing him because she said he was cheating on her or something like that. And so the Duchess is the one who brought this to my attention. And when I heard about the story, the story also said that this uh, specific person who posted it was like, um, he's also accused of rape. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want this to sound bad, but so? The reason why I say so is because what does that got to do with the divorce? Because the rape that he's allegedly accused for, that he's under investigation for, I'm thinking it was like his wife filed charges. But it's just another, you know, random woman who, we've been seeing way too much to, um, that like guys getting falsely accused of rape and guys who actually are raping people who ain't getting accused at all. So we just don't know what's going on, but it seemed like the person put this message out there that, oh, by the way, he's a piece of crap because his kids ain't gonna get anything. And he's a cheater and a rapist and it's like so he brought a and so sometimes it's like some of the things is just 
doesn't make sense. You're a multimillionaire. You're the biggest star. You're one of the biggest stars in soccer. And you bring a young lady to your home just to rape her? <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure there's a lot of stupid people out here, but if the guy was smart enough to put all his assets not in his name <laughs> to avoid divorce, I'm not buying that he raped a woman. I'm sorry to the ladies who listen to this. I'm sorry. I'm just not buying it. Not saying that everybody who actually gets raped should, I believe, should have the confidence to come out and face your accuser. I do believe that. I just don't believe that I'm gonna do all these chess moves in my life and then be like, yeah, let me go rape a chick in my own house that my wife and kids live in. But um, to be honest, it's a smart move if you're a multimillionaire. Um, you know, having having money where, you know, you have somebody else give you access to the money to where you can either control your spending and, or, you know, um, have, have things set up for your kids, things of that nature. Um, I guarantee you one thing, I bet Jeff Bezos wished that his money was all in the trust where he didn't have to pay $40 billion to his ex-wife. Now, the difference between his ex-wife and, uh, or Jeff Bezos and, and um, Mr. Hakimi is Jeff Bezos's wife, like, you know, was helping him during that there, like she came up with him when he was broke. This woman was only with him for three, four years. She's 12 years older than him. And I even told, cause the Duchess was like, well, that's not right. And this, that, and the other. And she was like, a lot of people was ignoring the fact that he's accused of rape. And I was like, well, was he found guilty? Yes or no? If the answer is no, and she was like, well, it's still an investigation. Well, it's only an accusation at this point. Now, if he's a rapist, then that still don't do anything for them. I said, but a lot of these guys, uh, especially these European stars, they be getting contracts as teenagers. They be getting contracts as teenagers and you can't give a teenager that money. So they set everything up through the parents. Mm -hmm. So this, this probably wasn't really, I'm not, this probably wasn't really even an intentional thing. It's probably something that happened and and um, when it, or something that happened and he ended up getting recruited by one of these clubs as a young man or as a young kid and um, and they set it up that way. And because he was, that's what he always did, he just left it that way. To be honest, I think that's a strong possibility, especially from what I heard about how these young guys be 14, 15, 16 years old getting recruited to these clubs and going to like, um, like, you know, developmental leagues and things of that nature before they get on the actual um, league, um, premier league teams and things of that nature. So it's just like, I can believe that this probably wasn't something intentional. He's like, look, I give my mom 80% 80 of my salary or to put it all 80% in the name. Let's just say he makes 10 million a year. I'm living off of 2 million a year. That's more than enough for me. Um, but uh, what do you think about that whole dynamic of how that, one, how the relationship, um, or how, do you think it was a good move for him? Um, do you think that there was, that there, that there should be some, for some sort of, uh, of guilt or something. And also, you know, we don't really know. There might be a way, a loophole around it that her attorneys can find. What do you think about the whole story? I don't think you should feel any guilt about it because of the fact that if this is what he thought the best course of action was, then you go with the best course of action. Because, because who, because you can't, because this goes to show that um, everyone can't be trusted out here, in my opinion, because automatically I'm looking for half. It's like we've been, it's like we've been together for 
We've been together for uh, what three years? Got two kids, and now I want out. Now I want half of everything. Everything you own. Nah, good form by you, because that just goes to show. That just goes to show how you can't just be like. Oh yeah, we're in love. This, that, and the third, and it's like you didn't have to sign a prenup. And oh, he thought she was living in Loca. Oh no, like, prenup. Okay. He's like, no. It's like, no. We don't got to sign one because you know, if I if I want anything, if I know it's gonna be folks, they're gonna be like, oh, he gotta ask his mama for stuff. Okay. It's like, that's the, it's like, clearly he trusted his mother with his assets more than thinking that he could trust any woman outside of his mother with his assets. And look yeah. what's going on now. So it's like, nothing's in, it's like, nothing's in his name. It is what it is. I know there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of, especially women saying all that yeah. stuff. That's this, that. Yeah, the, 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 the Duchess is one of them. She's like, that's not right. And stuff. It, and I was like, but, what's but wrong what, with it? Yeah, but what makes it right? But, but if you put yourself in, if you put yourself in her, in, um, or put your, yeah, you put yourself in the shoes of somebody who decided that they were going, or how am I trying to say this? Well, put yourself in his shoes. Would you be okay with somebody coming in for a couple of years out of your life and taking half of everything that you work for? Exactly. It was like if he if he didn't do that and she took and she was actually able to take half, would would you be like that ain't right? They've only been together for three years. Or you you're gonna say yeah, you go, sis. You get you go. Which, so that was that was something that she. Had, I was like because I, I was reading about him. I was trying to find about find out about the 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 the, the rape allegations, and um, and oh shoot, I gotta bleed that word out if I put this on TikTok. <laughs> That's so weird. You can't say a freaking um, uh, a, a, a criminal charge. Like <laughs> who is that hurting? I don't know. It might be a trigger. Anyways, I digress. Um, I was trying to find out about that, and then they mentioned the divorce within that, within the article I was reading. They were like, "Oh yeah, they were, um, they were together for, they were married for three years, and they have a three-year-old and a three-year-old child." And, and I was like, "And so I was like, that's just they've only been married for three years." And she was like, "Oh wow." She was like, "Oh," and she was like, "I found it," and then she read more about it, and she was like, "Oh, she's thirty-six. She's um, she was thirty-six when they got married." So I was like, oh, she's like 40 now? And she was like, yeah. So then when she found out the additional information, she started changing the tune. Like, well, she, she might have, you know what I'm saying? She might have just been in it, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, the great American philosopher, uh, Deion Sanders once said, must be the money. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. Especially with soccer players getting, or yeah, soccer players You know, because, yeah, because I think he's like 24, 25 or something like that. He's mad young. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, bang, you know, he, his mom does his investments and stuff like that for him, things of that nature, at least. You know, he probably does everything. And she was like, man, I don't like, he must have a lot of trust in his mother. I'm like, you know, like I had to tell her, break down to, for her how it works, you know, when these guys get recruited as teenagers, like the, it kind of happens anyways. And then, and so she was like, man, I don't know if I can trust just anybody or trust my parent, even my parents with, you know, that kind of money. And I was like, who else are you gonna trust when you're a 14 year old, 15 year old kid? Look at all these child Hollywood kids that end up getting, some of them get, get uh, you know, what they call them, momagers or something like that. Some of them get taken advantage of by their own parents. Hmm. Um, matter of fact, they all do. There's rarely somebody that's outside of their family that's taken advantage of of their talents and things of that nature. You know, is who is the one um, TV star, she and the, uh, from, the Judy from Family Matters, her parents, you know, try to renegotiate her deal, ask for way too much for, 
a tertiary character and they just cut her out of the show like she never existed and um and then she ends up going into i think she says she uh she ended up going to pornography for a little bit and things of that nature it's just like you know this is, uh, or look at britney spears you know what I'm saying what she's had to endure because of her parents mismanagement so it's like you know but at the end of the day when you're a child there's nobody else you can go to your parents even have to sign off on it if you decided to go to somebody else so what else was he gonna do if you're making hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars as, as a 12 year old kid like a macaulay Golden or something like that you know But um, anyways, let's uh, let's get into um, I don't know. It's late. I really don't feel like doing this. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I know. I promise y'all the perfect player. That might have to wait till after the draft or something. I really, uh, no, maybe next week. It's late. I'm sleepy. I've been up since four in the morning. Let's just go to the party shots. <laughs> All right. Shoot, my part in the shot is uh, I hope that Ja and Giannis. Get back healthy. Yeah, they. I hope they get back healthy and make these. Uh, I know it's only been one game so far. Hopefully, they make this make these make it a series and not take two getting uh recovering because you know. Yo, I don't appreciate that you just left Anthony Davis out of this conversation because he stayed hurt. I feel like that's what you did. But I include. <laughs> oh, I didn't even say anything. I'm not surprised. I said it. <laughs> hey, when they when I saw it pop up on Bleacher Report when he said I can't feel my arm, I was like, "All right, <laughs> that's so messed up." <laughs> that's just how I mean. That's just how I felt at the time. I was like, "All right, okay." Hmm. Like, what else is new? Like what? What what else is new? Tell me, tell me, tell me. What else is new? He said, "I can't feel my arm." It was like, it was like, well, I feel like you should be sitting out. That's how I feel about Anthony Davis. And what's his name? Uh, Austin Reeves. Talk. Um, uh, what was it? The Austin Reeves. Thing? I think LeBron said that he knew that Austin Reeves was that guy from the first practice that he had with the Lakers. It's like, somebody. Rui Hachimura dropped like 30 and they talking about Austin Reeves. I just can't understand this. I know, he was like, he started. And they said LeBron said um, in the interview that he knew that Austin Reeves was that guy during the, after the first uh, Laker practice. It's like, somebody called him the cat. I wouldn't be surprised if he's lying about that anyway. I mean, how many times has he lied talking to the media? For no reason. Is that reading, he's like, dude, bringing a book to uh, to his press conferences and he can't even, he can't even mention anything good about the book. Anything, I'm not even good, anything about the book. About, yeah, ain't <laughs> good, good, bad, or indifferent. <laughs> yeah, but- That dude uh, don't even bother to read the synopsis on the back of the book. Oh, That's my point. Hopefully, Ja, hopefully Ja and um, Giannis get healthy. I only didn't mention uh, what's his name because of the fact that AD. Damn, I couldn't even say his name. I couldn't even mention what's his face because um, didn't he finish playing the game too? Because <laughs> what's his face? Um, AD. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I don't care anything about that series. Yeah, it's like if he finished, I don't care. But we're talking. We're talking about the. Uh, we're talking about the stars in the situation. I, uh, 
not somebody who has a complimentary piece health. Yeah. Um, that dude, that dude got, that dude got a 40 year old body and a 30 year old body, a 50 year old body and a 30 year old body. Sad. Um, the sad thing is, you know, Joel and B started his career off with the injuries. And yeah. he seemed to kind of, you know, curb that while Anthony Davis, you know, they stopped playing him at center for a long time because of his body and he's still breaking down. Um, but anyways, uh, my parting shot is I hate you Lakers fans and I hate you LeBron fans. Y'all really think the seven seed is going to go all the way to the finals and win? That's I'm sick of y'all, man. I'm truly, truly, truly sick of y'all. Um, so, I, like, I, I'm hearing like a lot of my friends who are Lakers fans who are delusional, who they're Lakers fans, they're not basketball fans. They're telling me that the Lakers have a chance to go to the finals, and then they try to throw Nick Wright at me. Like, I'm like the biggest LeBron stand in the media. So y'all think that on the road, they're gonna go to Memphis, they're gonna go to Memphis, beat them four times. They're gonna go, they're not gonna have no hiccups. Um, they're gonna go to Denver, beat them four times, no hiccups. Or maybe to Phoenix. No, hold on. Who do they play? No, I'm tripping. They're not the eight seed. They're the seven seed. So they'll beat. They'll play the. They'll play the. Uh, the three six winner. Um. So Warriors or Kings, and then they'll play either. Um. They'll play either Phoenix or, or uh, Denver, and get to the finals. Y'all think that the seven seed is going to do all that? Because of what Austin Reeves? <laughs> Remember, he said, "I'm him." Anthony, like Anthony Davis' body hasn't been able to hold up. Like they they played, they played like they made the playoffs. They played one. They I think they played the fourth weakest schedule in basketball to make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Shout to them for winning game one. But I'm gonna burst a couple bubbles here. And I'm going to end on this. Teams that have won on the road by double digits in game one are 2-13 and 13 in their playoff series. So, so Miami, Miami won by double digits today. The Lakers won by double digits today. The, good, the thing that's going for both teams is that both teams that they're going up against their best players ended up with injuries. But Giannis's injury doesn't seem like it's anything serious. He probably should be back next game or the game after. And um, and uh, the the like losing a player during a game is a lot harder than playing a game without them. Because mm-hmm. you, you're having to make these adjustments on the fly. So it's just like y'all think if y'all think Memphis is gonna let y'all beat them twice, and then y'all gonna you know, not lose any games in LA with Anthony Davis's body and, you know, the, the role players um, that don't really play all that well. And y'all have to play additional games to even make it to the playoffs. All right. All right, y'all. Okay. Look at I, this, 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 ain't nothing, this ain't nothing against the Lakers, um, the Lakers franchise. It's just seven. There's a reason why they were a seven seed. There's a reason why seven seeds don't win very often. Usually the biggest upset alert you see is the 3-6 series. It's not the 2-7 or 1-8 series. There's a reason for that. The Memphis Grizzlies are still a damn good team. And they have a winning record without John Moran. Look at his body. So... (laughs) If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but stop it. 
stop it. Y'all really putting off that much faith in a brittle Anthony Davis and an elderly LeBron James. Stop it, please, for the love of Christ. Stop it. And Austin Reeves. Anyways, that's it for us. We'll see y'all next week. We love y'all. Y'all take it easy.